Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. Wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, I hope you're good. I hope you're safe. I hope you've had an amazing day. If not, I'm going to try to be amazing here on the radio for the next four hours. This is when I get started at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Super producer and host Dave Shepard, he's coming to you live from New York City. And we're going to be real busy here. Oh, how about this? The the Dallas Mavericks, Kyrie Irving had 40 points. The Dallas Mavericks just came back to beat the 76ers, 133 to 126. Good for them. Anyway, over the next four hours, we'll talk basketball. There's a lot of football news going on. Everybody's hanging out at the Combine. I haven't heard, I haven't seen anybody run or jump yet. Jalen Carter, by the way, he did come back down here to Georgia, posted bail, went back up to the combine for his meetings. He is not running and jumping, and he's just going to do interviews. I told you his draft stock is not going to fall. Reckless driving accusations and speeding racing accusations His teammate died in a crash. He says, I had nothing to do with it. The truth will come out. That man will be drafted. Anyway, Jerry Richardson, former owner of the Carolina Panthers, he passed away. We learned that today. Alvin Kamara pled not guilty for beating the snot out of a guy in Las Vegas. I feel like every day in Las Vegas, multiple people are beaten, just getting the snot beat out of them, I should say. There was some beef. Baltimore beef. We had a wide receiver who can barely stay healthy in Baltimore get upset at his general manager for telling the truth. These are the type of things I love. Mike McCarthy seems like he got beef with Kellen Moore. No longer a member of the Dallas Cowboys organization. Kellen Moore is. But Mike McCarthy felt it appropriate to throw some jabs at him. Interesting. Oh, yeah, by the way, two hours from now, Creed 3 is coming out. I had an opportunity to connect with Michael B. Jordan, a couple of his castmates, ask them about the movie, and I'm going to share that with you about two hours from now. If you didn't see Creed 1, if you didn't see Creed 2, you still got time. But Creed 3 pretty much drops late tonight. Make sure you tune in. I have an update on LeBron James. It's not much of an update. And then we'll talk about uh, Damian Lillard. He's kind of flying under the radar. 
they actually dropped the price of his shoes, his Adidas. They dropped them down to $71 in honor of his 71-point game this past Sunday. And so we got a busy show ahead of you. Shep, how are you, man? You doing good? I'm doing really well, JR. I cannot wait to hear your conversation with Michael B. Jordan. Oh, he's a good dude. I met him I met him maybe he I actually I met him the first time I met him was was at Creed 2 in New York. And so that's been about I don't know, 5 years. Yeah, yeah. Since I've I've seen him last and he was down here in Atlanta uh and he he's just been doing amazing things. Everything he does has a cause to it. And even this movie, even it's a boxing movie and I'm sure all of us at some point have seen Rocky or Creed whatever there's even more of a story in this, and we'll, we'll talk about this and the movie. We'll do that two hours from now. That that should be fun. He had some great answers that I want to share with you. Let's start off here. If you want to talk to me on CBS Sports Radio, it's very simple. The phone number is 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You can find me. I'm on social media. That is at JR Sport Brief everywhere. Twitter. Facebook, Instagram. Hey, Shep, you still got MySpace? No, no, sir. That, that was uh, about a decade and a half ago. No more MySpace. No. Okay. I, okay, I don't know. Every, you know, people, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'd be able to get into my MySpace if I wanted to. You're better off, JR. Yeah, you're right. It's probably a, probably a good thing. Anyway, how about this? There's a football team today that had me in stitches. There's a football team. That they haven't won, they haven't won a damn thing since MySpace. They haven't won a damn thing like, let's say, 40 years before MySpace. I'm talking about the New York Jets. The New York Jets might as well have put on a comedy show today. And it's not difficult for the New York Jets to be a comedy show. And yes, to all my Jet fans out there, I understand this. The New York Jets actually had a decent season. The New York Jets defense was one of the best squads in the NFL last year. They had the offensive rookie of the year, the defensive rookie of the year. I can tell you all of these things because I'm very familiar with the Jets. I like the Jets. I've worked with the New York Jets. I I know a bunch of Jets. I know about the Jets. And their history has sucked. And one thing that they missed last year was, we know, was a quarterback. Zach Wilson was basically out to lunch. Six touchdowns, seven interceptions, injuries, and a bad attitude. Well, maybe not a bad attitude, but inexperience. Not mature enough to take accountability when the rest of the team is operating at a very high level and you suck. You're not even mature enough to say, I need to do better. You turn off your veteran teammates. Coach Rob Sala has to put a guy named Mike White out onto the field just to go ahead and, uh, you know, keep the New York Jets in the game. And then Mike White, which is the most generic name ever, it's like saying uh, John, John Brown. Shep, is John Brown a generic name? John Smith would uh, take the cake, JR. John Smith. Mike White, John Smith, all of those names. 
the Jets got a quarterback that we never heard of. Well, let me not. Let me. I'm exaggerating. He played well in relief of uh, Zach the year before. We even saw Joe Flacco pick up the rock for the New York Jets, and he looked absolutely miserable and washed up when he did it. Joe Flacco should have ran out to the, the middle of the field with a cigarette dangling from his mouth. That's how disinterested he looked. And so the New York Jets, at one point, looked like they were going right to the playoffs with a record of 7-4, and four, getting a wild card spot, and the New York Jets ended 7-10. and 10. And they made it very clear. We ain't keeping this guy, Zach Wilson, on as the starter. We're going to go on and find somebody to actually help and push this man. Mark LaFleur, before he got the boot, his brother coaches the Packers, obviously. Uh, He was the offensive coordinator for the Jets. He's now out with the Los Angeles Rams with Sean McVay. He even admitted, we should have done a better job with Zach Wilson. We failed Zach Wilson. And Rob Sala has always said, we're going to keep him on the team. We're not going to cut him. We're not going to trade him. We want to find a veteran, something that he did not have, to push him. We shouldn't have just gave him the job. And so the New York Jets have met up with Derek Carr. The New York Jets are praying for Aaron Rodgers. The New York Jets may have to settle for a Jimmy Garoppolo. And for the first time today, Rob Sala spoke to the media, and he told everybody, yeah, we want to bring in a, uh, a young veteran quarterback. And if we got to dump Zach Wilson in a few years, then we got to dump him. Damn, take a listen to this. We bring in a guy who's in his early 30s, and, and you know he's going to be here for a while. You, the, the focus is to just help him get better um, as best as he can. And if, it's, if, if his best gets to be showcased here as a New York Jet, awesome. If not, it's still awesome because that, all we want is what's best for him and, uh, and his development, no different than any other player on our roster. Wow. Most times, Rob Sala has had Zach Wilson's back. He's praised Zach Wilson. They have constantly, they being he and and the general manager, have have praised this man. Joe Douglas, oh, well, we believe in him, and, and he has a high ceiling, and we're not dumping him. Oh, yeah, sure, but they have never said anything about, yeah, well, at the end of it, if we got a decent quarterback here, then, yeah, he can go anywhere. And Rob Sala didn't stop there letting everybody know, you know, how he feels about his quarterback situation. The way he talked about Derek Carr makes me worry for Derek Carr. Listen. He's got an elite, elite uh, mental makeup uh, with regards to football IQ. He's got uh, tremendous accuracy and arm strength. He can put the ball anywhere you want. And, uh, you know, he's, um, he's, he has a talent. He's, got, he's underrated in terms of, in terms of a scrambler. Um, and being able to move off pocket and all that, out of the pocket and all that stuff. But, um, you know, he's been, he's been asked to do a lot in his career. And, uh, and you just look at him, like I've, I've said it before, I think he's, he's more in line with what Stafford's career has been in terms of, uh, you know, if you could just get him into a, a place that can surround him with all the pieces to allow him to just play quarterback 10 to 15 times a game, uh, it'd be pretty cool. But uh, uh, he's, he's, he's a solid young man. What? 
Derek Carr, that that lines up with what was reported last week. There were reports that the New York Jets were telling Derek Carr, if you come here to the New York Jets, your career, you can fit in, and then you can slot yourself onto or into a Hall of Fame trajectory. Can, can we just let some things play out? I, I get it. You, you need to give the man the sales job, but can you, can you just let it play out? He's a solid young man. Yeah, listen, Derek Carr, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be worried about my safety because the way Rob Sala just kissed that man's ass, he may want to hire somebody to watch his back. He's got an elite, elite uh, mental makeup. Wow. Derek Carr, the same guy at the Raiders with the losing record. I mean, are the Raiders that bad or the Jets that good? Certain things you, you, you can't make up. And then there's Aaron Rodgers just kind of floating around in, in the midst of nowhere. Sitting around telling everybody for an hour that I don't know what I'm going to do. Guess what, people? I'm Aaron Rodgers. I'll be back tomorrow. I'm going to tell you what I don't know. And it doesn't just stop there. Rob Sala told Zach Wilson, man, we may find your replacement and tell you to kick rocks. Rob Sala said, I love Derek Carr. And then Rob Sala, he continued on about Mike White. Listen to this. Mike, uh, I know, I uh, feel like I probably should be talking about him more. Mike, Mike deserves uh, every bit to be talked about. He should be on this roster also. And he's, uh, you know, we carried three last year. But uh, again, he's going through his process. And, uh, um, and it's just something that uh, uh, obviously we're keeping close tabs on. So, Whoa. He, he just wants everybody. And if you're the New York Jets, why wouldn't you want everybody? The New York Jets want Aaron Rodgers, then they want Derek Carr. It's possible they'll take a look at Jimmy Garoppolo. They want Mike White back, Mike White back, and then they still want to keep Zach Wilson unless they need to trade him. Wow. The New York Jets would probably, uh, you know, see if if Joe Namath has anything left in those knees. He didn't have anything left in them damn knees when he won the Super Bowl. Joe Namath didn't have anything in his knees when he played at Alabama. And I can't blame the New York Jets. I I really can't. New York Jets haven't seen the playoffs since the 2010 season. We talked about this last night. Only the Sacramento Kings and the world of sports here in North America have gone on a longer drought than the New York Jets. If we want to think about the quarterbacks that the New York Jets have had, it's, it's pretty bad. Who's the best quarterback the Jets have had in, I don't know, the past 20 years? Chad Pennington? That was 20 years ago. You going to count Brett Favre? Brett Favre came in, was showing people his junk. He falls apart. Ain't counting Brett Favre. And then before that, Vinny Testaverde, he blew his, his Achilles out. Old Vinny Testaverde. It's just been a sad story. New York Jets got to go back to the damn 70s. So the quarterback who wore stockings and pantyhose and fur coats and, and in his older years, he's hitting on TV broadcasters. The New York Jets got to look at Joe Namath. 
the last time they had a good quarterback, a championship-caliber quarterback. And Joe Namath, he ain't necessarily just destroy everybody forever. He just had an amazing story. Good luck to the New York Jets. There aren't too many people running around in the combine, throwing the ball, running, jumping. Some of the superstars, prospects will participate. Some won't. One of the biggest ones, Jalen Carter, had to, you know, appear after he had a warrant out for his arrest. Teams are trying to wheel and deal. And you got the New York Jets. Just out here kissing ass. Trying to find a quarterback, as they should. Because if your team doesn't have a quarterback, your team is cooked. If the New York Jets had a quarterback last year, they would have been in the playoffs. But they had a they had a young guy. They had Zach Wilson. They had Mike White. He got broken in half. And they had a Joe Flacco who looked like he was absolutely miserable with life. All he needed was a cigarette. But if you've been watching the New York Jets long enough, you probably need a cigarette. And you very well know that they need a quarterback. Who should it be? Should Aaron Rodgers lead the way for the Jets, or is Aaron Rodgers too unique? Should the New York Jets bring on somebody like Derek Carr? Should Derek Carr join the New York Jets? Is he too soft for the market? Jimmy Garoppolo. We got a 17-game NFL season. How many games is Jimmy Garoppolo going to play? Mike White? Okay, whatever. The New York Jets need a quarterback. Who should it be? Phone lines are open if you want to holler at me. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You can get at me at JR Sport Brief. We're going to talk about the Ravens and the Cowboys. We're talking about the Jets quarterback right now. Uh, We'll hear from Michael B. Jordan later on in the show. We're just getting started. I'm going to tell you who I think the Jets QB should be on the other side here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. At 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Combine is fun. The New York Jets are hunting for a quarterback. Can't find one. Shep, what, what do they tell the kids? Isn't there like a story about that? Over the over the hills, through the woods. It's like some about grandma's house, right? Little Red Riding Hood. You would be correct. So where did where did she go? Over the mountains. To grandmother's house. Wood. Yeah, but oh, was she over? She was only over the mountains and through the woods. There was nothing else. That was it. 
Oh, wow. Wow. I thought there was more. JR, she got there quicker than the Jets when it came to finding a, a good quarterback. <laughs> we know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, pretty sad. Damn. Wow. Well, well who do you, before I tell everybody who I think they should get at QB, what do you think? So I don't make as much of – so I, I think Derek Carr was, was a scapegoat um, with the Raiders. I think that falls a lot more on McDaniels. You talk about what he was able to do and that tumultuous situation with John Gruden somehow coming within a possession of beating the Bengals in the playoffs. We, we, we forget about that because we're prisoners of the moment. And so, JR, to me, he's no drama. I love that he plays with that kind of passion, and, and, and I know the, the infamous speech at this point, but I yeah, actually crying. see— the one way he cried. Co- correct. Right. I actually see that as caring, and that's a lot more than I'm going to get from that other you know, veteran quarterback who played for Wisconsin uh, you know, for the last 15 years. Obviously, we know that's Green Bay. To me, Mike White is good. He's not good enough. Zach Wilson is lost. Joe Flacco is a statue, and I'm being kind. So, and we know he's not going to be back. So, therefore, to me, and I know Jimmy G is great, but he makes Lamar Jackson uh, look like Tom Brady in terms of durability. So, that says something. you got to go with Derek Carr. He is the best available prospect out there, and you know he's going to be durable. Two things that I don't think you can say about anyone else right now in the open market. Yeah, it is It is so tricky. I don't, as much as I think for a, a one-shot deal, Aaron Rodgers should be the move. I think for stability for the Jets, I think you would go get Derek Carr. But the Jets have been ass for so long. I'm conflicted here, to be honest. Yeah. If you want stability and a better prolonged shot, you go to Derek Carr. And you don't know if that's ever going to yield fruit. You don't know if it, it'll yield fruit with, with Aaron Rodgers. But you do know he's going to come with a headache. You don't know if you're going to get that, that Hail Mary shot that just catapults you to a Super Bowl. But if you're the New York Jets, do you take that chance and go, well, maybe he'll work out here, we get the Super Bowl, and then we can rebuild, and who cares? Or do you bring in Derek Carr and hope that for the next you know, four years you have less of a worry and then you have an asset potentially and a Zach Wilson? That's, that, I guess that's the safest option. I mean, Jared, the question I would have for you is, if you this team – if you if they had let's just let's not even put a lead out there. Let's put franchise legitimate quarterback. So a top fifteen quarterback. Yeah, Mike Derek White Carr. is not that. Zach Wilson it might not even be top fifty. Would they have made? Would they have made the playoffs last year? If Derek Carr was on the Jets last year, would they have made the playoffs? Y- yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So Aaron Rodgers, I believe, had a lot of talent. I believe LaFleur is a better coach than Salah. He can do the receipt thing all he wants. Um, obviously, he lost Devontae Adams, but I still believe he had weapons on that on that franchise. And they played in a weaker conference. And they got beat by the Lions in Week 18 in their place. So my question for you would be, is Aaron Rodgers really that much of an upgrade from what they had? Given I'm not talking about Aaron Rodgers of, of old. I'm talking about just last year. Didn't you see a significant drop-off from him? I think I think Aaron Rodgers stunk last year because he was he was hurt. Okay. The talent there's two things. The man played with a broken hand. Like there's you 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 cannot take that away and ignore that. Aaron Rodgers had a broken hand. 
Aaron Rodgers also had young wide wide receivers dudes who are out there just dropping passes or running the wrong route, and they improved as the year went on. And then he got healthy, and, and he kind of improved as well, but it was a little a little too late. And so I think a healthy Aaron Rodgers, I, I would expect, you know, even, even at an older age now, pushing 40, I would still expect, you know, 30, 30-plus 30 touchdowns and, and minimal turnovers. And there aren't too many dudes who can do that because I think a lot of it is in between his ears. You don't play the way he's played over the last 10-plus years and and not have it all upstairs. He's he not going to get better, quote-unquote, with age. He's, right. he's not going to be uh, like a fine wine. A big part of his game is, is mobility. He's going to become less mobile as he, he moves ahead. But I'm, I'm not looking at last year as the uh, anomaly. I mean, he won two MVPs before that. Sure. I, I don't think he just fell off that quick. Okay. That's that's that that's that's valid. I I would so we're both in the same camp here, JR. You believe that Aaron, it's a foregone conclusion that no matter what kind of hold up and no matter how much attention he may want for his decision, he is a, you can just pen him in for coming back. Oh, I think so. Okay. Yep. I mean, for all of this, I I I I leaned heavily towards an Aaron Rodgers return before he even went on this latest wilderness darkness ayahuasca retreat like what what's there to think about he i get it you thinking about your family he does so much talking about everything outside of what people care about he needs to hear himself speak and good for him i I, i'm conflicted the jets have been so garbage hey you might as well swing for the fences bringing aaron Rodgers. what else is new time for a new circus circus comes into town sets the tent up and let's be real here the chances of winning a Super Bowl are still low. I mean, year after year after year, unless you are the New England Patriots, unless you are now the Kansas City Chiefs, what what teams are you looking at that you just go, oh, yep, they're set. The Buffalo Bills have looked set for the past two or three years to finally get over the hump. They did not. The Baltimore Ravens, who we'll talk about in a few minutes, it, it looks like they've been primed. To, to go over the hill. They had an MVP quarterback. The offensive line has hit the craps. They have not. It's not easy. Just plugging a guy in and saying, yep, here we go. We go into the Super Bowl. We got Aaron Rodgers. Did you improve your chances because you got a decent quarterback? Yeah. The bar is set low for the New York Jets. I feel like I change my mind, you know, every single week. Brees Hall's coming, though, JR. Off of a bum leg, man. I understand that, but my God, was he special last year. He didn't get a lot of carries, but you talk about a guy that was putting up six yards per carry in his first NFL season. Yeah, well, And then we know we know what Garrett Wilson is. He's special. Yeah, and I, I'm not expecting him. Well, not Garrett, but Brees Hall. You expecting him to be back at full strength? It'll probably be another year. That's a fair, that's a fair point. I just he's the he is pound for pound the best running back I believe they have had since Curtis Martin. And I, and I know it may be premature because well, we, we didn't Thomas, get a huge sample Thomas, size, but no, Thomas Jones was damn good. He was on the la- he, but him and LT, those guys were both on the uh, back no, back, no, back no, nine. Not, Thomas Jones was 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 right there. Ladanian Tomlinson maybe so. I think Thomas Jones still had some juice in him. They haven't been just completely barren uh, in in the process moving forward. Um, it's a tough one, but I know this much. 
it doesn't matter who the New York Jets end up with as a quarterback come the fall. It will be a circus. Absolutely. If Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback, guaranteed circus. If Derek Carr is a quarterback, I could see the memes and back pages right now. Him standing on the sidelines with death stares and and tears in his eyes. The city, New York City, will have a field day with anybody the Jets bring in at quarterback. And that's just the just the New York way. Hey, Marco, what, what the hell you think these Jets should do? Do you, you have any thoughts, man? I would go all in for Rodgers. I hear the skepticism that you guys have. I understand the, the concerns and the worries. If Rodgers wants to play, you're still getting, and I understand he's 39, you're still getting one of the best quarterbacks in all of football. I'm taking the big swing if I'm the Jets and, see, and, let, it, and let the chips fall where they may. Yeah, they've been bad for so long, you just might as well go for it, right? Swing and a miss. That's part of it, and it's also, I mean, like, what the alternatives of Derek Carr is not a bad quarterback, but you know what he is. He's he's fine. He's not, you know, for the did Jets, you, it's actually, it's okay. Did you hear Rob Sala basically say it's an environment thing? I'm like, have you seen the environment of the Jets besides last year? Yeah, again, that's part of it, too. Like, you're going to put a guy that... A leader, yeah, and guys that people want to play with. So that's helpful because, look, the reason why the Jets are in this mess is because everybody in that locker room hates Zach Wilson. I'm not breaking any ground. They hate him. I mean, that's it's something where it's almost you cringe because you, you feel the anger. They had Mike White shirts on because yeah. Mike White wasn't Zach Wilson, not because they loved Mike White. Like, people were kind of thought that the Jets were all about, oh, they love Mike playing with Mike White. No, they love playing with anyone who wasn't Zach Wilson. He lost that locker room that much. So they need anyone to stabilize. Derek Carr will be a guy that they can rally around, but I don't know if Derek Carr can handle New York. And that's the part of it that as much as we want to say, like, oh, come on, how bad is it? You make that wrong move and the media turns on you, it gets really, really hard just to do your job. And that's something that it's you, you got to have that, that thought process. Plus you're playing for a coach that's probably going into his last year if they don't make the playoffs. GM possibly on the way out too. Like there's a lot of moving parts here. And if you're going to do that, give me the stability as crazy as he is of the guy that I know when I put him out on the field, stability. I don't have to worry about, you know, his play. Derek stability. Carr is... Right. Of Aaron Rodgers, he'll be a Jet for a year, and then they're gonna go. He's gonna go hang out on the Statue of Liberty and decide if he wants to retire. I mean, I get that part, Jay. But like I said, when he's out on the field for those seventeen games, I'm not worried about what he's bringing me. I know he's gonna be good. Yeah. Hey, Shep, where can Aaron Rodgers get a good ayahuasca in New York? <laughs> uh, I won't say right at it. I know how you guys feel about that. Look, I, I, Jared, just very lastly, I hear what you yes. and Marco are both saying, but. See, to me, this isn't someone replacing Derek Jeter at shortstop. This is not someone replacing Walt Clyde Frazier at at point guard. This is somebody replacing who? The ghost of Joe Namath 50 years ago. And so because of that, I believe the fans are going to have a lot of leniency and a whole lot of vulnerability and acceptance when it comes to if it is Derek Carr. Because with Derek Carr, you know he's going to be all in. Aaron Rodgers is going to be drama from day one. Y'all both know that. Yeah. New York doesn't want that. He, they don't want to win the back pages. They it, want to win the front pages. It, it might be worth it. They they sucked. I mean, sometimes you you gotta you gotta take the beating for the rewards. I guess. Yeah, I just and 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 the other thing, guys. I mean, l- listen. You can win back the fans. I remember a guy gave the finger to MSG last year, and he's the, he's the toast of the town. He's the yeah. guy that made the All Star team, not Jalen Brunson. Julius so Rand. yes, right, yeah. 
Okay. Thank you. Hey, uh, look, sign me up. If Aaron Rodgers comes in and gives the middle finger to Jet fans, I find that <laughs> hilarious. I'd love that story. Anyway, it's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Speaking, well, this is more than a middle finger. Uh, the Saints running back gave somebody a beatdown. And then also there's an owner in the NFL who uh, passed away. We'll give you some more details after this. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I love you, brother. Happy birthday, and uh, God bless you, man. I love you. I love you, man. You, hey, man, you make my night, JR. You make my freaking night, dude. You don't even know. Thank you, Kevin. I love you, bro. I love you too. Not in that way. If I go missing, we know who did it. Okay. We know who did it. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. The JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. After fill you in on this, the Carolina Panthers, they also happen to be a team looking for a franchise quarterback. Sam Darnold ain't it. You know you are bad when you have to take on the franchise QB from two garbage organizations. The Carolina Panthers took on both Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield in hopes that one, one of these dudes would work out in the long term. Carolina Panthers still don't have no damn hope right now trying to figure out what the hell they're going to do. Also today, we learned that a man who owned the team about four or five years ago, it's crazy how fast uh, time flies, Jerry Richardson, who basically was the first, he was, he wasn't basically, he was the first owner of the Carolina Panthers since 1995. He passed away at the age of 86. Unfortunately, on his way out of the door with the Carolina Panthers, it wasn't under the most uh, glowing of terms. The NFL and, I mean, Jerry Richardson, he was basically fined about $3 million dollars after an investigation found that there were sexual and racial misconduct uh, issues taking place in the workplace. Uh, Ultimately, that's why he sold, Jerry Richardson did, and David Tepper took over the team. Jerry Richardson, there was a statue of this man outside of uh, Bank of America Stadium, which I'm very familiar with, and it was removed. That was actually one of the issues about it being sold and uh, a very complicated legacy for Jerry Richardson. At 86 years old, he is no longer here, and the Carolina Panthers will move forward with David Tepper. I'm still trying to understand, especially last night, as we took a look at some of the most cheap owners, or not most. I gave you a top six list of the cheapest owners in sports. Somebody said David Tepper, and I'm like, he's cheap. I was expecting you to tell me that uh, he was building that practice facility with public money and then he quit. I, what makes what makes David Tupper cheap? Am I am I missing something? 
Guys were like almost $20 billion just because he he gave Matt Rule like $60, 70000000 million. He gave him like an eight-year deal. That's not smart. That's what people who got a lot of money can do. Doesn't necessarily mean that you're, you're cheap. Now, congratulations to the uh, Carolina Panthers in, in trying to identify, or good luck, I should say, in trying to identify a future QB. Yeah, Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold was not it. Uh, I could have told you that a long-ass time ago. Good luck to David Tepper. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. This is also uh, something that came down the pipe. I feel like we've been talking about this for two years now. And it, it feel, well, it's more than a year. It is an entire year. Because it happened at last year's Pro Bowl. Alvin Kamara allegedly beat the living hell out of a guy at Dreyas nightclub before the Pro Bowl last year. Like Sunday morning, before the Pro Bowl game, on Sunday afternoon, they were leaving the club. I've been there before. You got to take an elevator to the roof. You got to take an elevator down unless you want to walk down 10 flights of steps, long-ass steps. They were on an elevator. Alvin Kamara allegedly put his hand on the guy's chest to tell him you can't enter the elevator. Alvin Kamara's team says that the guy was being a pain in the ass and it was self-defense. And uh, Alvin Kamara, he has been charged here and charged with a felony and a misdemeanor, punching, kicking, and stomping this man during this altercation outside the elevator. Alvin Kamara says, not guilty. Police questioned him after the Pro Bowl. He played in the Pro Bowl. Suspicion of felony battery resulting in substantial bodily harm. Alvin Kamara's attorneys have said it was self-defense. Alvin Kamara played last year. He says not guilty. Hey, Shep, man, this is why I stay home, brother. Yeah, like, I'm not, it, I, I, I mean, in talking about John Morant yesterday to go to Alvin Kamara, it's like, aren't these guys having, you know, security? They, they make so much money these days. You know what? They want to they wanna go outside and, and live, I guess, the, the closest thing to a normal life. There are plenty of people, and, you know, let, let's give credit where credit is due. There are a lot of athletes. There are a lot of people who go outside and know how to behave. True. Unfortunately, you have a lot of professional athletes. They are targets from the get-go. Um, I, steer, I steer clear. It's, it's, it's bad. Right. And then he played in the Pro Bowl, and then he got arrested and investigated after the Pro Bowl game. John Morant, we talked about him last night. Uh, they're investigating him at the arena post-game. Right. It's it, sad, man. I Stay home. I get it. There's, there's a lot of trappings, and you got money. You want to explore things. You want to explore places. You want to go see people. Build a club in your house. <laughs> you know, when you see guys like like John Moran and Alvin Kamara to, to a lesser extent, these guys are easy targets. I mean, especially job. But listen, they're 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 NFL and NBA superstars. Kamara uh, may not necessarily be a superstar, but he's certainly a star, and he makes millions upon millions of dollars. And so, you know, he's he's he he is someone who someone wants to feel tough against. 
And so I'm not even, you know, displacing the initial guilt on him, but it's just like you have to know when you are out in the public sphere, you are always going to have an X on your back. You are always going to be a target. And they have to be aware of that. And some, most athletes, like you said, JR, they understand that. They conceptualize that. They're good at that. Alvin Kamara, especially John Morant, they are certainly not. Alvin Kamara was in Vegas at a, at a party, a rooftop party. And you, you, you got to beat the living snot out of a guy? You know, some, sometimes, and I'm, 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 I think I know the answer. When we hear stories like this, I say to myself, well, they were out at a party. It was late at night. Not even late at night. It was probably early in the morning. Like, were, you, were you drinking? Is that what happened? Somebody had to have been drinking something. There's, there's no switch in your brain that goes, I'm Alvin Kamara. I can command a approximately $15 million contract for the next three or four years to live happily ever after. Do I want to punch the living hell out of this guy? Like, at what point does it not become self-defense when you and three friends are stomping the hell out of one dude? At what point does self-defense stop? You know, the common sense, as everybody says, not everybody. Common sense is not so common. And having a lot of money, I guess, doesn't bring down the amount of testosterone that runs through your veins or just, I don't know, the feeling of invincibility. Maybe that's what they feel. I got enough money. It's okay. I'll get off. Sometimes you just got to be smart. But you can't buy that either. Sad. Uh, good luck to Alvin Kamara. Good luck to the guy that he allegedly beat up. Good luck to John Morant. And somebody keep John Morant away from 17-year-olds. I mean beating up 17-year-olds at your house because you feel threatened. What What are we doing? It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, this is not going to be about Alvin Kamara versus a guy in Vegas. This is not going to be about, I don't know, John Morant versus his 17-year-old neighbor. This is going to be about the Baltimore Ravens. When you got a player publicly beefing with management. This is the type of beef I like. I'll explain here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 